welcome to the Unapologetic Connections podcast. We are spicing things up, having no podcast hosts, no scripts, and bearing it all completely unedited. We are a group of entrepreneurial women who believe in true, deep, unapologetic stories. Because life isn't always Instagram worthy. Life is messy, unpredictable, and can rock you to the core. It's time to unmask and show all aspects of ourselves unapologetically. Let's come together, rock this thing called life, and support the heck out of each other. Because ain't nobody got time for the mask of judgment. Get ready to connect, share, and feel the unedited love of unapologetic connections. Welcome back, Connections. It is Anna Mullins here, and I'm the owner of the Unapologetically Her Show, and we're going to be talking all about the show today. And I'm super proud to be introducing this week's episode, which is brought to you by Nude Vodka Soda, as always. And the topic today is based on our Unapologetically Her 2020 show theme. So this week, if you've been paying attention to the Unapologetically Her Show Instagram account and Facebook account, you will know that we have announced our speaker and we have announced our theme, which is Stripped. And our speaker is Sarah Nicole Landry of The Bird's Papaya, who's just an incredible voice for women. She is a body confidence activist and she is really leading the way right now on social media and really all over the world, talking about how to just love the body you're in and how to show up more confidently and courageously in your life. And the reason that we went with the theme strip this year is not only just to really um, strip back the stories that have been holding us back so that we can show up more courageously, but talking about how do we step it up in our own life? How do we really show up more authentically more as ourselves so that we can connect to our deeper purpose and be sharing our story with the world in a much more profound way. So we're going to be talking this week how to be stripped and I have with me Catherine Buchanan from Mounting Energy, Ashley McIver from Ashley McIver Coaching, Jessica Houston from Glitter and Grace and Haley Lowen from... I am blessed Malabeats and other things as well. <laughs> innovation coach. Sorry. <laughs> oh, there we go. Haley Lowen, innovation coach. I, I and I am blessed Malabeats. And I am blessed and, and all her creative endeavors. So how to be stripped. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I would like to talk about three kind of steps of this process, how to really strip it back. And step one of that process is actually stripping it back, getting to know who we really are. Step two is stepping it up. And step three is courage in action, how to really show up that way in your own life. But I just want to know from all of you, I want to just strip it right back and get to some girl talk here. What does the word stripped mean to you in the deeper context of really um, peeling back the layers and being who you are? What does that mean to you, Jessica Houston? Uh, I think to me, it means vulnerability. It means um, courage, being real not hiding behind things, just being our true authentic selves. And yeah, I think, yeah, that's kind of the essence that I'm getting. Mm -hmm. And is that how, I mean, I know you know what the show theme is now, as most of the, the audience does. Um, how did it speak to you when you first heard about our theme of Stripped? What did that really like do for you? 
For me, it was um, exciting because I think that it's going to bring a lot of women together in a very authentic way. So mm. I think it's going to um, allow people to come with open minds and open hearts and to hear different messages that maybe they would otherwise not hear. Um, so I find that really exciting. And I think um, it's going to bring a really cool audience and a, a great group of women together. I think so too. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely one of our core missions for sure is just to entice women to talk about the things that really matter mm -hmm. as we do on this podcast I know week to week but I want them in rooms together I want them in this room together I want them to show up really open-minded and open-hearted and ready to change the world let's mm -hmm. think big right yes mm -hmm. Kathy what does the theme stripped mean to you um, I would say the theme stripped means to me and I think I mentioned this to you before is sort of different things throughout the stages of my life and I would say, like, even the word stripped as a person in my, like, teens or 20s would literally would have taken me to the being naked and just the vulnerability around that. Mm. And I don't know that I would have taken it big picture like we are. Um, I think it would have been very that focused for me at that time mm -hmm. in my life. And then I'm going to say, as I had my kids in my middle 20s, I would say that that would sort of trigger that for me in terms of I think being a parent made me feel very vulnerable and judged I guess oh. and so I think that would be for me uh, the most stripped back I would have been in my 20s is being a parent and just sort of feeling the need to be all these things to my kids and people's expectations of me as a parent so that would be my stripped then I would say. I love that word expectations though I'm, I'm really grateful that you brought that up because that I mean, it's really the foundation for what sparked my interest in doing a theme like this this year is thinking about what are women expected to be mm -hmm. in all areas of their life and at all ages across time. When you're young, you're expected to be obedient and quiet and, and apologetic, mm -hmm. right? And as you age, you're expected to look a certain way or dress a certain way or behave a certain way or yes. be quiet, not take up a lot of space. Mm -hmm. And that starts to morph into our adult life mm -hmm. where we have to be, you know, the perfect wife or the perfect mother. And we have all this set of expectations on us. Uh, regardless of the lifestyle you choose or the choices you make, there is at some level still this residual expectation that women have to be only kind of one thing in order to be accepted. Mm -hmm, for sure. And that's, that was the catalyst for the theme this year. So thank I you. I love that. Yeah. I just also think too, in terms of another few other stages in life, I would look at it in terms of like being vulnerable in terms of expectations, again, around career and what direction I was going. And then just now with a new business being vulnerable and being totally honest and showing up as who I am and just mm -hmm. actually just yeah I guess just literally stripping away absolutely everything and just being at our core self really truly who we are meant to be really yeah like the love and friendship and connection and when you got to that point for yourself Kathy when you did show up exactly as you are and were what did that do for your sense of peace and happiness in your life mm, good question I would say that in those moments it really changed every aspect of my life mm. it would change my aspect of my communication and relationship with my children uh, with my extended family mm. even and siblings and also uh, with my husband because it got me to a point where I actually just 
Not sure if the word is didn't care. I got to a point where I just really wanted to be me. So I didn't mind if it didn't sit well with someone else. Mm. I needed to just be me and see sort of where the chips fell Ugh, in those moments. I love that. So mm-hmm. good, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. you just get tired of it. And I think that's, yeah, I mean, that's awesome. where I'm at for sure, doing this mission and, and putting it out there uh, for the world. But I think that's where women are at in general is we're just fucking exhausted mm-hmm. by all of the rules and all the things that we've been told to be and taught to be. And that whole good girl thing has just run its course. Done. Right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you don't have to be a good human. And there's different ways to define that. But to be in the traditional definition of just doing everything that everyone wants for you and living up to that, that expectation, that ideal in order to feel accepted or loved or appreciated or acknowledged or heard or, I mean, fuck it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like we can be accepted for who we are, who we really are. We can actually be accepted for that and we Mm -hmm. can be heard Mm -hmm. uh, as long as women are showing up and seeing each other. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Ashley, what's, what's coming to mind for you Mm -hmm. around this theme? just sort of exactly what's being said around here. Just, I love the theme. I think it's great. Yeah. Just being vulnerable, showing up, stripping yourself from everything, fear of judgment, all of it, and just being who you are and being okay with that. Totally. And, uh, no give a fucks. Yeah. (laughs) Does it matter though? And I, I, I want to touch on this, like caring versus not caring. Does it matter if other people want to see you as your authentic self or not? Like, does that, does that matter? What is, how would you define that? Not wanting to see me as my authentic self or am I not caring what they think? Does it threaten other people to, to show up that way? Yeah, I'm, mm. I'm sure it does. I think it would. Yeah. Does it like I trigger their inability to be authentic themselves? Like, is that what we're feeling is when we show up kind of, this is me and here I am and here's my truth. Is it triggering to people who aren't ready yet to have those conversations? And I care about those people, so I'm, I'm interested in that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it definitely does. I think that people don't know what to do with that. Mm. And I think when we struggle inside, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I do or did and still have my moments, work in progress always, but I'm aware of it. Mm. When you're aware you can show up when you know who you are, you can show up because now I just call myself on that sort of way of thinking, if you will. Yeah. And I'm open about it. I'm not hiding it because, well, there's no point. It does nothing for me to not be real with you. Yeah. And I think that that's so the point here, right? Is like, it does nothing for me for my peace and happiness. It certainly does not allow me to reach the higher potential that I have when I am running scared and acting a certain way it's like you are you're showing up in a role as if you're like in a Broadway show being the perfect version of Ashley right I'm just gonna play this role as perfect mom today or I'm gonna play this role as perfect housewife today or whatever whatever that looks like whatever story that is in your world and it can it's it's exhausting it's soul crushing I will endeavor to say that it is really really hard to live that way And when we see people like Sarah Landry, the bird's papaya, who's our speaker this year, when we see her, and I've been watching her for a while, obviously, because I've been investigating the conversations that we want to put on stage at the Unapologetically Her show and what's meaningful to us. I've been watching the way she shows up courageously, 
primarily in her body confidence, but there's so many other ways she shows up in a confident manner uh, online and on stage and in her talks. And I'm watching the women that watch her and I'm seeing this kind of this spiral, this snowball effect that's taking place where there are more and more women showing up courageously as a result. So there may be people that I think are triggered by those conversations when they're not quite ready. And I'm sure Sarah would would speak to this, that she has a, a ton of people who send her hate mail and DMs and inbox messages about like, you know, you need to go away and you need to stop putting your body on display and all of that kind of nonsense. But the positive impact it's having far, 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 far outweighs the impact of potentially setting yourself up to not be accepted by a, a small minority. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. I think so, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the, the deeper conversation here as well, and step two of this process is like when we're stripping it back and we get to that place of courage and vulnerability, which does take a lot of personal work. I'm just going to say that this is not for the faint of heart to show up that way on a stage or online as Sarah does. There's a lot of personal work that happens behind the scenes. But when it happens, we have the ability to step up differently in our lives. And I witness this with the speaker training program often. Mm -hmm. When the veil is kind of pulled back, when the covers are pulled back, and we end up in more of a stripped state, when we're able to show up more vulnerably, the next step looks very purposeful. The next step feels bigger and more profound to me Mm -hmm. than it was when we were I hate this kind of language, but playing small, right? Or like mm-hmm. living in our untruth or living in without the authenticity. When we end up having that confidence to show up who we really are, the next step of actually stepping up our game, whether professionally or personally, feels easier, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It feels like the step is smaller almost. Well, I think the stepping up is that you've connected with the fact that you're worthy, which is a mm. huge, huge piece. I don't okay. think that playing small is not feeling worthy to be in the limelight, to be heard, to be seen. Okay, go. I think that next one is just a really big, important, important step for being seen, being heard, I and agree. just own, and owning it and being that it's okay. It's okay to have success. It's okay to have love. It's okay to have friendships and just not worry about all the other what ifs, what, it, what could happen if I took these steps. Just yeah. like you said, not attaching to outcome, just going with it and kind of blind faith, so to speak, and just showing up and see what happens. That's beautiful. Thank you. I'm going to throw this over to Haley. We haven't heard your voice yet on this episode. Haley, talk to me about worthiness. Oh, worthiness. Okay. (laughs) Just a really small topic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just bouncing off what Kathy, you just said about putting your stuff out there and not really caring what people have to say. I mean, in a way, I think we always do care a little bit, but when I started feeling worthy about putting my content out there is when I started to take messy action. So I would just do the thing. And I don't know if it was the best thing to do in the very beginning. Cause I mean, even with I am blessed mala beads, my first mala was just like made with hemp cord and it was horrible, but I still, <laughs> but I still put it out there. And yeah. then I, I got some feedback. I took the feedback and then I grew from it. So I think there's been a lot of growth for me in just kind of winging it and finding a lot of worthiness through searching the different ways on how I want to like present myself and how I want um, my products to present themselves. And yeah, it's been a very 
cool and interesting kind of process because I even thought of myself as a product. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, where I'm kind of like looking at the things and say, okay, well, what can I look at a little bit differently so it's a little bit more of a healthier outlook, you know, because sometimes I would look at other people's creations and I would get kind of jealous. I'd be like, oh my gosh, how do they think of stuff like that? And now it's like you look at it with just this like appreciation because somebody didn't just create that piece and it was just absolutely beautiful. You know, there's a huge process that goes along with that. So I think with the worthiness piece, coming back to that, is there's these steps that I, I took personally to get to the worthiness. But I, for me, I'm just that type of person where it's just like, okay, let's throw it out there and, and see what people think. And not kind of giving a shit, but giving a shit. I, I mean, maybe I'm just, I'm making a huge quantum leap here, but the, as you're talking about the mala beads and talking about, you know, you're just putting it out there and there's a lot of work that goes into creating kind of what is the final beautiful iteration of it. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of work and a lot of, I would just venture to say failures and up and downs and ebbs and flows in the progress of creating that piece. Totally. This is just 100% true for our physical lives, our physical bodies, mm -hmm. our, who we are right now in this moment. There's a lot of different challenges that happen in our lives. There are stories, there's experiences, there's childbirth, there is um, mm -hmm. trauma, there is um, physical pain, there's accidents, like in my situation. And your body changes, and your perceptions change, and your experiences change. And who you are right now in this moment is this tapestry of like beautifully woven challenges, failures, ups, downs, ebbs and flows who you are, and I'm going to go just straight to physical body right now, but exactly how you look, even if we want to go that kind of surface, who you are and how you look is just the end result of all of the beautiful challenges that you faced. And I will say overcome in your life to be exactly who you are. And circling back to the Sarah conversation, because this is the one she has online all the time around body confidence your cellulite, your extra baggage, your little tummy from when you had your baby, all of those things, the scars, the, you know, the relevant stories that have affected your physical body is what makes you beautiful. That is who you are. Those stories are just so profound and to hide them away and not to share them and to cover them up. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> is just so truly sad for women. Somebody take over. Uh, actually, oh, sorry. No, no, it's okay. Yeah, it was about the Malibu thing and, and how, like, it, it wasn't this perfect product right, right in the beginning. That you're right, there is a story that goes along. And then when we look at somebody and we admire them and we think, wow, look at everything that they've done. They're so beautiful. And they're like, oh, they're like, quote unquote, perfect. You know, you don't realize the story that got them to where they are right right now. There could be a lot of, like, hemp cords and breaking and, like, these <laughs> awful malabies and whatever to get to that, uh, a successful company or somebody who who is a successful to you, air quotes. Mm -hmm. Physically, yeah. emotionally, or professionally. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. There is, yeah, we just don't know right? We don't know the story at first glance. We don't know what happened behind the perfect mala necklace yeah. that you're wearing today. Beautiful one that is like, I mean, virtually flawless and probably will never fall apart. Right. But we don't know what the work that went in behind the scenes, the tears, the, 
the shame, everything that kind of happened behind it, right? You're laughing because you know it's true and you can picture yourself there, right? And I feel that way about women's lives in general, which is why this movement, but this event, particularly this theme this year, I mean, you can hear it in my voice. It's so important. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it really is. Just thinking about talking about like the bodies and showing up and accepting. I have a story. It's just about my husband, actually. And I shall probably start crying telling you. Um, I had never even said anything about being uncomfortable with my body after my kids. I remember one day I had a shower and I was just like, just getting dressed. And then I think I was kind of had it with the morning. It was just one of those things, not even nothing to do with my body, just a crazy morning with my kids. Mm-hmm. I was just laying on the bed, put my hands over my face. And I'm just like having a few moments to myself. I remember him coming in the room and I don't know why he did it. He actually came over and he ran his hands across like the stretch marks that I had mm-hmm. on my tummy. And, and he just said, every single one of these lines is so beautiful because they wouldn't be there without our two amazing kids. And so I thought like, Aww. I never even said anything. I never complained about it. And it just, it was this lovely moment Aww. and I will yes. never, ever so forget sweet. that. Like it was just so, yeah. That is so, so sweet. Nice. I'm going to cry for you, Anna. <laughs> what a lovely thing for him to say. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. Just, yeah. It is. So it's, it's funny nice how you know it though. Yes. We, we do know it in our hearts. Like mm-hmm. we do. I think that's true for a lot of people that I talk to. Like we know but it's showing up together and staying mm-hmm. in the same space and really saying, I, f- I feel the same way. Yeah. And it's been, it's painful and it's holding us back mm-hmm. from really being who we can be. Yeah. Fully. Mm-hmm. Ash, jump in before I just break down again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I, I think it's true. I think that's how we have to show up. Yeah. I think that's how we have to live. I can't imagine not living that way. Because I found it really difficult to even live that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's too hard but to it's hide. Painful, and, isn't it? Oh, it's yeah. super, super painful. I don't... And I, I have empathy for women that I meet that aren't ready to, to share. And that you can see are really struggling. I have yeah. empathy for that because it's, it's a hard way to live. Absolutely. And I, I think that's a really nice place to just jump in and say that... There is no necessity, there is no obligation for anybody to all of a sudden remove their clothes and show their stretch marks. There is no obligation for any woman ever to make a choice that doesn't feel aligned with where she's at. Mm -hmm. The conversation about being stripped is so much deeper. Mm -hmm. It's really about starting wherever you at, and we're here to meet you wherever you are at with this show in general, with this podcast, with this entire movement. Where you are at is perfectly okay. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. At any level in this journey, whether you are in the place where your hands are on your face and you're laying on bed and, and you're just, you're done. Whether you're in your closet and you can't find clothes to wear. Whether you are out there online wearing your underwear and really like bravely helping other women. I don't really care where you're at in that process. I care that you feel seen mm-hmm. and that you know that you are important and that every part of you is lovable and loved. I'm just going to, let's put a bigger period at the end of that sentence Mm -hmm. that you are loved. You are needed. Mm -hmm. You are important. You are worthy. Your stories are important. There is no shame in any place on that journey that you're at zero. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you. So stepping it up. I mean, when you know who you are, This is that step. When you know who you are, you know what you're called to do. Mm -hmm. And this is what has changed my life really is knowing that when I was called to this mission, I knew 
there's no stopping me. There is nothing, nothing that can get in my way to make women see how loved and worthy they really are. Nothing. And I know what stops other people because it stopped me as well. I know what's stopping you. I know what the fear is. And the fear is not being accepted, mm-hmm. right? The fear is not being appreciated for who you are right now in this moment at any point in your journey. It's of not being loved. It's not being worthy. That's the fear. And I see that. I see you. I hear you. I was you. I still am you from time to time, hence the emotions. Knowing that you are accepted, I promise you this particular mission accepts you as you are unapologetically. That's what this means. And getting past that step, that's hard. But let's talk about let's talk about acceptance because that's big and that's really the, the mission here for Stripped. Haley, talk to me about what it really means or how it changes a human being when they know that they're accepted for who they are. I think when we are accepted fully, we're able to be more open, meaning that we're able to be really truthful and authentic and and let everybody in yeah. to our world. And it's really difficult when we don't feel accepted. Like, how are we able to show up? as ourselves when we are in a room and we feel unaccepted we just it doesn't Mm -hmm. happen we can't it just doesn't happen Mm -hmm. I mean we've done the work but when you walk into a room and you don't know anybody and the immediate energy is of unacceptance even though I'm I'm very sure of myself I'm still going to be the one in the corner like holy fuck yeah I'm I this isn't my this isn't my jam I think I'm gonna leave Mm -hmm. but you're not alone either I mean this is it isn't it it's like whether you physically move to the corner of the room or you physically just shut down or you physically stop being vulnerable or you physically stop sharing your truth or looking into people's eyes Mm -hmm. or getting into these events. I mean, this is what it's all about. When you feel not accepted or perceive that you're not being accepted, I will create a, a delineation there. When you perceive that who you are does not fit what society, the system, other people want you to be, that's the disconnection. That's when shame begins to breed in full. I totally agree. Yeah. I feel like most of my life I felt like I wasn't accepted. Me being mm-hmm. a very creative person and having a lot of creative ideas and maybe my family and friends at the time really thought of me as being the odd one, right? Mm-hmm. So it, being accepted, it's so cool to be accepted now as a creative person. So when I throw out a weird idea, people aren't like, oh my God, Haley, what are you talking about? <laughs> They're actually like, ooh, tell me more, you know? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to be me? And then it's just like blah, blah, blah. But when you're or feeling like the odd person out, or maybe you have different ideas, different viewpoints, uh, and not feeling accepted with them. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's really difficult to be yourself. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah. And the bravery that's required to show up when there is a possibility of non-acceptance mm-hmm. is, um, that's pretty big. Totally. So I want to validate that for you, because you do, when you perceive that there could be criticism that there could be something on the other end facing you that says you don't fit this mold. Mm -hmm. You don't fit what society tells you to be or how to be the bravery that is in that move. um, Just know that we see it. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. That feels nice. (laughs) Does it feel unapologetic? (laughs) It feels seen. I feel seen. And I think once you accept yourself, then when you don't get that acceptance from other people, it doesn't, you handle it differently. I was just going to say that, Ashley. It's a great point. We had a, actually, a story not too long ago, a few weeks ago, we were out, my husband and I, with a group, 
and there was another individual at the table with us, you can tell when there's, you know, and I always try to engage, you know, cause I, I want to talk to you. I will talk to you till like 2am. Like yeah. we will talk and I'm like, you know, en- trying to engage and there was just nothing really, there was, sorry, what do you do? Sorry. Oh, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't follow. So my husband, and it was a really wonderful moment. He's like, this is what she does. Mm-hmm. Now in the past, it really would have upset me. And I would have like really gone into mm-hmm. myself and internalized every single moment. Cause you were feeling the judgment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was still feeling it, but I took it much differently. Mm-hmm. I was like, there must be some struggle there. Yeah. That's where so you didn't respond the same way. I didn't respond. You know what? I didn't res- mm-hmm. I responded really lovingly actually. Mm-hmm. I just was very kind and I continued to talk and and even though I was a bit disincluded from conversation, I still edged my way in. <laughs> Good for you. you know. Yeah. But it was different. It was it's different now. You know? Yeah. The self-acceptance is huge. I mean, I think we all know as coaches that all of the acceptance, the appreciation, the acknowledgement, it has to come from within first. And it's part of the reason that courageous people look more courageous because they have managed to recognize that the responsibility is theirs. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I also think too about courage. I think that's mm-hmm. something meaning of it too is just because someone's doing it doesn't mean they're a hundred percent comfortable yes, doing it. Thank you. Or they're not going into it feeling nervous and, but they're just, They've got to that stage where they're willing to stand up and do it. Yeah. But you're still like to try. Like even recording these, like my heart rate gets a little up sometimes. Or, you know, you go up to talk to someone and you, I think last year on Apologetic, I was um, doing a workshop and I knew my materials. I was so excited to do this. And honestly, 20 minutes before I went up in front of the people I was talking to, I mean, my knees were weak and I was anxious. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I don't think I can do this. I'm going to vomit on myself. Yes. So it doesn't mean you don't feel those things. But you feel them, the attachment to outcome for me was gone. It was just a matter of, I haven't done this before. What does this feel like? What does yeah. it look like? And it was a weird new experience. And yeah. and sharing that vulnerability and sharing the wisdom that you have is the higher calling. Mm-hmm. And I do this all the time. I mean, I produce a fairly major show. And trust me, I get criticism. You mm-hmm. can't please everybody, right? We're going on year three of this event. And I've had my share of people emailing saying like, you know, this event wasn't for me. Well, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And every time I say, thank you so much for your feedback, I'm going to take that into consideration. And then I will strategize at, about it at our next meeting and think at what are the ways that we can meet different versions of people where they're at, mm-hmm. right? How can we make this be fun for everybody? And at some point or another, I have to say the higher calling is this message and this mission. And I have to just keep pushing forward. I could have quit. I maybe should have quit after year one, the amount of criticism I took. And it was heartbreaking. It was really, really tough. And my heart just said, no, Anna, you have to keep going because it is more important that you continue to share this message. Mm -hmm. It is so much more important because if it affects one woman in a way where she will show up differently in her life, where she will be okay with who she is. That's worth everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for you feeling criticized after the show and even contemplating not doing it is exactly what we're trying to get rid of. 100%. Exactly why. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And we talk, I mean, I'll just kind of pull the curtain back a little bit and let you know about what we talk about when we deal with this event and we strategize about this event and we're talking about what should the theme be and how should that arrive on stage. And most people who've been to my show before know that I'm a fan of kind of surprise performances. I really like things to be... Um, out of the box and I like them to be unique and different and to 
uh, give you a little bit of like, wow, those aha moments that really will keep you talking. That's important to me, right? Because we want to create an environment that feels safe, but also enjoyable and fun and, and, mm -hmm. and gets you talking. And we were talking about this theme stripped a lot and said, how do we how do we convey it physically and practically? There's lots of ways to convey it in a talk. There's ways to convey it in media. There's ways to convey it in art installs and engagement areas on site. But what can we do? How can we bring this theme stripped up? And we had a lot of conversation with our committee and they are a passionate, opinionated committee. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and I said, what if we, um, I don't know, what if we made everybody like take their makeup off? What if we just stripped it all back and there was just a stripped engagement area on site and we just pulled everybody in and we made them like wipe their faces off and we had passionate committee members who said how does that speak to choice what does what are you making stripped mean for another woman mm. you're making it mean that her makeup makes her a bad person or does it make her any less unapologetic because she likes to be artistic and she likes to maybe play with art and she likes to use her face as that canvas you know, and there's conversations, we could go both ways on this, there's conversations about where makeup first came from and why women want it, and we could go right that deep. But what I um, find important is the conversation that's happening right now, which is choice, mm -hmm. which is it doesn't, it, it's not one way. Being stripped and showing up who you are does not mean showing up the way Anna tells you to be, or the way the unapologetically her show tells you to be. It means showing up exactly as you are, and how you feel unapologetic speaks to you, right? What does strip mean to you? That could mean anything from mm -hmm. having one single small conversation with a human you've never met before. That's a big step for a lot of people mm -hmm. and a lot of women. And that in and of itself should be celebrated as much as if you are like Sarah Lantry right now, and you're showing up in a bathing suit online with, you know, your, your stretch marks or your cellulite. Those two conversations are not in competition with one another, right? You show up how you feel stripped feels for you. And that is, I mean, that's what it's all about. You are you. And as you are, we see you and we love you. And be comfortable being you. Yeah. Mm hundred -hmm. percent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll have makeup wipes at the show, but you know, <laughs> but no, one's I won't be participating. Yeah. <laughs> I will not. Right. And that's, I mean, that's the point, right? Is how, how do you show up as your authentic self? Mm -hmm. And that version of you is, is what we want. That's who we want at the show. I'm glad you brought up the makeup thing because sometimes I like I don't wear a lot of makeup, but I don't think I do. Do I? No, no, I don't feel like I do. And <laughs> I, um, but when I do put on my makeup, there's almost like this routine and this blessing that I do when I'm doing it, where it's just like I'll say an affirmation when I'm putting on the, the concealer on my face. You know, like my skin is beautiful, but I I really love to paint you. I mean, that's why I have tattoos all over my body. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just I really love to be artistic that way. So I'm really thankful that you brought up the makeup piece because sometimes when people are talking about being unapologetic or you know being stripped mm -hmm. it means that you need to not wear makeup and just be uh just love yourself the way that you are coming out of the womb you know what I mean but I and I do it doesn't mean that I don't if I wear makeup so yeah you can I love yourself it. the way that you are while wearing makeup exactly so, yeah I would say I'm the person who probably doesn't wear makeup most of the time and then sometimes it's like, oh, put some mascara on, I'm going to the grocery store. Other times I want to wear like full red lips and tons of makeup and dark smoky eyes. And 
And every single time, those are all me. They're just yeah. a different day, different expression, different. Thank just you. is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Different expressions of you. That's mm-hmm. that's. I love that. Me yeah. too. Thank you for painting it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. But it's true, and I mean that's one small conversation we of have course. about the yeah. event. But I think it speaks to our underlying core mission. It speaks to, of course, the theme of stripped, um, but it also allows us I think when we have choice over how we show up mm-hmm. we would be doing the opposite if we told you that the opposite of being you know perfect as far as society's point of view is to be this other version that also is now the perfect way to be stripped right there is no perfect way to show up differently but we do want you to rebel against the things that you've been taught that don't align with you that's all Mm-hmm. If it doesn't align with you, and you'll know that because you will feel a sense of disconnection to yourself, to your purpose, to your family, to others, you will know that you are disconnected because the shame will start to breed. And if that's how you're feeling, then let's check in. Let's mm-hmm. get aware. Let's figure out where is that disconnection happening? Where in my life do I feel that I don't fit whatever the set of expectations is? Yeah? Mm-hmm. That turns me on a little bit. Turns you on. <laughs> Which part? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently a lot of things turn me on. Um, Which part of that? Like, what really spoke to you there? Just the whole rebel piece of not conforming. Like, about the way that, you know, women should show up. Or how we, we're seen. Or how we should be seen. Or whatever. I just think it's so cool to just tossed all that shit like literally like visualize yourself tossing it in the garbage can and then just showing up who you are and again it goes back to the unapologetic thing but doing that and going against like the conformity or the shoulds really makes me feel good now before it was just like oh no I I I have to be nice or I have to like say my pleases and thank yous and blah 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 which is Obviously, I want to be a good person. Don't get me wrong. I am a nice person. But all of these labels that you should, how you should be, maybe from when you were a child and all your teachers and your parents and magazines and TV shows and blah, 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 all of these influences that we have in our lives, it's so cool to to rebel against that and just be you. Mm -hmm. I mean, just you being you, 100% and knowing who you are. It's kind of rebelling against society or, or whatever the standards are, mm-hmm. right? When you really know who you are, you're really standing strong, you're sharing your message, you don't really give it, like, you obviously you give a shit because you're, you're sharing your message and you're wanting to be with people, but you really just stand strong with who you are. And I, I just think that that's super sexy. I mean, you, I think of Joan of Arc. Mm-hmm for example, and her showing up and just being this strong, powerful woman and doing doing the thing Mm -hmm. and rebelling against the labels. Totally. I would say that's so like rebelling against the patriarchy, but actually not rebelling at all against who you really are. Totally. There's no rebelling against who you are because you are just you. You are love. You are, you know, and so that's, that's not a rebellion, but a rebellion against the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. And that's why it takes two to know First, stripping it back to find out who you are is step one. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to know who you are first. Mm-hmm. If you don't know that piece, it's very hard to step into the courage, right? Because mm-hmm. you're still trying to figure out why you feel disconnected or misaligned. So it, it, there is a process here. It doesn't happen automatically. and It certainly doesn't happen overnight, despite even my own calling to just, like, you know, jump in the deep end. There is a process and there's work involved 
to really get to the place where you feel comfortable to accept yourself, as we talked about before, to feel like you can acknowledge your own self without looking for the validation from others. Mm -hmm. If you get it, that's beautiful. That's what creates the connection in the community. Um, But the work is really within Mm-hmm. truly 100%. and I will speak to the apologies thing as well I think that's a really key uh, message about the unapologetic movement in fact on year one I asked one of my um, beautiful childhood friends to do the emceeing for year one Katie you're out there listening I hope and she was just an absolute knockout she couldn't make it to year two um, but I think she'll be back for year three to help us out which is beautiful but when I first asked her Uh, to support and and to do that role she said you know the the word unapologetic isn't resonating with me I'm struggling to feel aligned with that and I said okay tell me more you know I love the feedback and she said you know as somebody who really prides herself on finally getting to a place in my life where I can humble myself and apologize when I'm wrong this was her her personal journey at the time and I hope I'm not butchering that personal journey Katie Um, but just to say to, to show up and be really proud of being able to be the one that says, I'm sorry first in maybe a marriage or a friendship was something that she took a lot of pride in. And so it felt a little misaligned to say the word unapologetic. And we had the most beautiful dialogue about it. And I said, that's so interesting that that came up for you because for me, of course, we still say, I'm sorry, if you harm somebody or do something that you are not proud of or that you behave in a way that requires an apology, please know that that's not what this movement is about to say, I don't care about you and I'm not going to apologize. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. In fact, compassion is the core mission here. So knowing and staying in humility and saying, I'm sorry, if you feel that you have, you know, taken a wrong step, it's about being unapologetic about who you really are, your core essence. Right. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So there's a big differentiator there. And I really want to make sure that people understand that when I wear the word unapologetic on my chest, it doesn't mean I don't apologize if Mm I hurt someone intentionally or otherwise that I can still show up and say, I'm sorry. I'm just not apologizing for who I am, Mm -hmm. me at my core. And my boobs. Or your boobs. <laughs> You're right at boob level, though. <laughs> <laughs> it is right across yeah. the yeah. Yeah. You need to do like a v neck one and be really oh. unapologetic. <laughs> I can. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're creating the whole unapologetic retail line. As you ladies know, I know you've been digging in the box today of all the sweaters. We have the black and white ones this year, but there's a lot more coming out and I I do want people to wear this word proudly and really know what it stands for and that it means that you are connected to a much larger community of women and, and, and men. Let me put that in there. People who identify as women, but, and men as well, who say, um, we need equality Mm -hmm. and we're ready to stop the shame because at the really, really, really at the heart of it all, my whole mission is the reduction of shame. I'm sick of Mm -hmm. it. I can't deal with feeling shame anymore myself for my conditions, my past, my experiences, my body, whatever that looks like. But I I don't want that for anybody else. It is killing us as a society. We need to break the shame cycle. We need to step back and figure out ways that we can connect again to one another and get rid of that poison Mm -hmm. Mm because it's just not, it's not okay. So true. Right? Yeah, so true. Yeah. And I mean, that's why we're so grateful. So grateful for Sarah Landry, Birth Papaya, mm-hmm. for um, really feeling called to this mission and this movement as well. We 
truly, I can't tell you the amount of jumping up and down and clapping we've been doing around here, knowing uh, that she is coming on March 7th for the Unapologetically Her show. And for anybody listening out there, uh, most of you probably are aware of the show if you found the podcast, but if you're not, again, the show is called Unapologetically Her. It is centered around International Women's Day, and it is not only just a fun girls' night out, it is an experience. I, I don't even call it an event anymore. I call it an experience. It is um, a show, a stage show. It's opportunities to connect and workshop and learn from one another. There are speakers, but there's also singers. There's dancers. There are engagement areas on site. There's cool pink carpet things that are happening. I think we'll have our podcast there live, so you can share your thoughts with us on unapologetic connections as well. Just tons and tons going on please check out um, unapologeticallyhershow.com. Tickets went on sale yesterday, which is Wednesday, December 4th. It is now December 5th. That means we've been running the tickets for 24 hours. So run, run, run if you haven't bought yours already. Uh, we are in a smaller venue this year, and I will just be honest and say that I, I do know that we don't have a lot of room to put more tables and seats this year. So if you feel called to this mission, you feel called to support these women, you feel called to support all women and all women's voices, uh, please do head to unapologeticallyhershow.com and take a look at the ticket options. We've tried to keep it accessible at all levels for all women. So let me know. Send me an email if you want, unapologeticallyhershow at gmail.com. Uh, and just keep listening to our podcast week to week and get in on these conversations. Share your thoughts on uh, the VIP podcast group, in the show notes, or comment on iTunes, give us a review, uh, whatever feels right for you, right? Mm-hmm. Strip it back, please. Yeah. <laughs> totally. yes. And of course, head on over to unapologeticconnections.com to read more about us and put some names to our faces. Don't forget to subscribe. We are all about real tooth. Real tooth. <laughs> real tooth. We're all about real tooth. Real truth. <laughs> and real connection. So thank you for connecting with us in the most stripped down way. Until next week, Connections. We love ya. Thanks for being here. Bye. Bye. Real toots. Real toots. I just wanted to give everybody out there a quick rundown of the ticket options that's available for the Unapologetically Her Show theme stripped in 2020. Uh, The room is split up. If you've been to our show before, you'll know this. The room is split up in theater style seating at the back. That's row seating with no tables. And at the front, there are tabled seating. So round tables. And this year, each table seats eight people, eight women. So there are two ways to really enjoy the show. The first way is to purchase a table with your girlfriends. You can actually buy these in pairs as well. You'll be seated with three other pairs, of course. You can buy a half table, four seats, or a full table of eight. The table purchase allows you to be in the workshop area of the show. So this is our afternoon conference. We're calling it the studio. There's learning sessions. There is a pink carpet. There is a Q&A with our celebrity who's also leading a workshop as well uh, on being courageous, which is amazing. So if you want to experience uh, the deeper version of Unapologetically Her, where you get the learning sessions as well and you get to sit at the table, you also maintain your tabled seat for the evening show. Now the back row, the theater style seating, is for those who are just there for the girls' night out, who want to show up at about 6 o'clock, come and join us for the evening show and have a more accessible ticket level. Uh, You are close to the bars, you'll be happy to know. 
um, and you can watch all of the entertainment and all of the things that we throw on stage in the evening that you have come to know and love about Unapologetically Her. So those are the options. Ticket prices range from $109 to $275 for the tabled seating. And then there is some higher level uh, price points in the front row with our celebrity speaker that you are certainly welcome to access through our sponsorship and partnership program as well. So unapologeticallyhershow.com for more information.